The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm superstar Frank Morano. Well, this is your last opportunity to get a free $100 gift card to the Woodbridge Jewelry Exchange. Now is your chance and your last chance to win a $100 gift card courtesy of the good folks over at the Woodbridge Jewelry Exchange in Woodbridge, New Jersey. All you have to do is be the seventh caller right now at 1-800-848-9222 and the gift card's all yours. If you are the lucky winner, you can come pick up the gift card tonight and get your holiday shopping done with me at the Woodbridge Jewelry Exchange in Woodbridge. I'll be there with my buddy Sid Rosenberg and with the great Ernie Anastas from 6 p.m. until 8 p.m. Again, be the seventh caller right now at 800-848-9222. That's 800-848-WABC. And a $100 gift card is yours. Good luck. Now, I really hope people show up tonight because you know what I'm giving up going to instead because it's taking place at basically the same time? I was invited by Noel Ashman, who's been a guest on this show several times and one of the great partiers of all time. I was invited by him and Ice-T, I don't even know Ice-T, so something tells me it's a little bit more Noel Ashman's doing, to a private book launch party for Mark Minovich's new book, Our Planet Powered by AI. That is at the private residence of Ambassador Paolo Zampoli. Now, the interesting thing about this, some people may want to meet Ice-T, some people may want to get the free book. The interesting thing about this particular invitation that would have drawn me in, and I would have gone to this if I was not committed to go to the Woodbridge Jewelry Exchange, complimentary cocktails and light food. Now, it's very rare for me to pass up an opportunity for both complimentary cocktails and light food. Those are my favorite type of cocktails and one of my favorite types of food. So, point is, if I am missing complimentary cocktails and light food, the least you could do is come out, say hello, hang out, look at the jewelry. I hope to see you tonight with Sid Rosenberg and Ernie Anastas at the Woodbridge Jewelry Exchange. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm superstar Frank Morano. When we discussed recently the movement to ban the slaughter of dogs and cats in India for food, I freely admitted that I was displaying my cultural bias, that I didn't think you should be able to murder a dog or a cat in order to turn that animal into food. Well, this is another example where my cultural bias is going to be fully on display when it comes to how different types of animals should be treated. Governor Kathy Hochul yesterday did something I think is great. She signed into law a bill that will ban the slaughter of all horses for human or animal consumption in New York State and a second bill that increases the penalties for facilities that attempt to sell injured or ill horses. This anti-slaughter legislation followed an earlier law a couple of years ago that banned the slaughter of thoroughbred 
race horses for human or animal consumption. Now those same protections prohibit the buying and selling, transporting or possessing of horses that are intended to be slaughtered. The legislation banning slaughter of all horses had been debated in the legislature for more than a decade before gaining traction during this year's legislative session and passing in both the Senate and the Assembly. Now, I can't tell you why I think it should be legal to slaughter a pig, legal to slaughter a cow, legal even to slaughter a rabbit, a duck, a chicken. But I draw the line at horses, dogs, or cats. I just do. And, you know, I try to come to my opinions based on logic and consistent thinking and learning the facts. And on the one hand, I recognize the inconsistency of this. An animal is an animal is an animal. On the other hand, I just look at a horse and I think that is an animal that should absolutely not be food. Am I hypocritical? I had some fish yesterday. I am absolutely hypocritical. That being said, I am thrilled. Governor Hochul signed this anti-slaughter legislation. Hopefully, it results in the lives of some horses being saved. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Recently, during an edition of Ask Frank Anything, someone called in and asked about Jim McGreevy running for U.S. Senate against Tammy Murphy and Bob Menendez. And basically, I said that that would be very difficult because of the nature of New Jersey's election laws. Namely, they make it that if you're running what they call off the line, they make it almost impossible to run, let alone get elected. Well, now something very interesting is happening in the state of New Jersey, and I'm all for this. There's a new statewide coalition that is pushing for design changes to New Jersey's ballots in the U.S. Senate race next year that would diminish what's known as the line. The Fair Ballot Access Alliance has asked all declared candidates for U.S. Senate to back its proposal in an attempt to build support for long-term changes to ballots. So while the line has been ingrained for New Jersey politics for decades, it's really become a much more prominent campaign issue following the indictment of Bob Menendez and the race to succeed him. First Lady Tammy Murphy quickly secured the endorsements of county chairs and organizations that would likely transfer to her the preferred ballot placement that's crucial to actually winning one of these primaries. Those two elements, the likelihood of the Menendez indictment and the fact that Tammy Murphy has procured such early support, prompted this alliance to seek these changes. Her main opponent, Congressman Andy Kim, has said he supports ending the line. Well, of course he supports it because he's not going to be able to run on the line. So his only hope of beating Tammy Murphy in a primary is to do away with the whole line system. Well, irrespective of what it does for this particular Senate race next year, this line system is ridiculous. I don't think there's another country in the I don't think there's another state in the country that uses this absurd system. And if you're not familiar with it, consider yourself lucky. Just know that if you're running in the primary off the line, you're someone that has almost no chance of winning the primary. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 
News. Local Spotlight. Well, the rumor is that this upcoming congressional primary in New York between Democrat Jamal Bowman and the current Westchester County Executive George Latimer is going to be pretty competitive. You're going to see a lot of the financial interests, a lot of the pro-Israel interests all line up behind Latimer, whereas a lot of the progressive energy in this race is going to line up behind Jamal Bowman. Well, The Intercept, which is a progressive publication, reported something very interesting this week. They reported that some New Rochelle Jewish voters are being urged to switch parties from Republican to Democrat so that they can vote for George Latimer instead of Jamal Bowman. Now, strategically, this makes sense. If you're, uh, this is a district that probably has almost no chance of ever electing Republican, and yet a handful of Jewish votes in a Democratic primary that would be supportive of the pro-Israel candidate George Latimer could potentially make the difference in a Democratic primary. And in these one-party districts, the Democratic primary essentially is the election. However, some other food for thought. What if everyone could always do what New Hampshire voters do. You know, in New Hampshire, in the upcoming presidential primary, all voters are going to have the opportunity to vote for either the Democrat or the Republican. What if there were open primaries that always allowed people taxpaying citizens to determine which election they wanted to vote in. After all, they're paying for these elections as taxpayers. Why should people not be able to participate in elections that they're paying for? So I'm not casting a value judgment on this strategy of trying to get Jewish Republicans to re-enroll as Democrats to vote for George Latimer. I'm just saying, why not save the trouble and have open primaries for all the congressional elections going forward. I think it's something New York ought to think about. Beam me up. To be continued.